Hi guys, um, this is Sandra, Salina, and Cindy today uh, in Three Girls on a Mic. And today we're discussing our take on modern relationships and challenges, challenging our traditional views on love. So, yeah, uh, Cindy, what, what do you think about um, love today? What's your opinion on, on what love is for you today? Okay, on what love is for me, I feel like um, it's more holistic because it's tied to community care. And it's, it's, it's pretty much like uh, similar to what Bell Hooks had defined as um, a sort of, um, not a system, but rather um, it's like an all-encompassing like thing that, um, <laughs> excuse me, that consists of care, commitment, trust, responsibility, respect, you know, meeting each other with uh, curiosity and uh, things like that. So for me, that's what um, I count as love, whereby you're holding space for someone else and meeting them in the way that they need to be met, right? In a way that is gentle and also nurtures them. Yeah. Wow. What about Uh, I will agree with Cindy. For me, also love it's about care, but I think uh, it involves many things. It involves care about uh, worries about. Uh, it involves uh, what can I say? A person being there for me. So for you to show me you love me. For me, first of all, I think it would be like you care about me. You worry about me. Uh, you show me your love like basically and I think nowadays it's not easy to find mm-hmm. but yeah I think that's another discussion <laughs> but wow. love for me involves many things many it's not only care but it involves many things and wow. I, I think it's not something that you can show uh, in one day I think it takes time for you to realize that you love someone and it takes, it takes time to show, show for you to show someone that you really love them. Because for me, love is more about showing, not about words. Mm. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. It yeah. Is. yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, it's more of just exactly what Cindy said. But uh, just to add on top, for me, it's just more of just also allowing someone to be autonomous, to be able to make their own decisions without judging them, without feeling the need to control them. And for like to, for today in particular, it was uh, the topic more or less is not just challenging, uh, like uh, you know, romantic relationships, but rather also challenging like the traditional parental love. So like. Uh, we watched the video of Kadjamboet and, uh, you know, for like Kadjamboet, sorry for those of you who don't know, she's a YouTuber who always does video essays on uh, social norms. And have, have video, why we chose this topic is because um, I, like, we personally, like, wanted to talk about, you know, uh, uh, how modern love has changed over time. And she was, like, reacting to the ultimatum. So what I took from that video is more of just less that instead of imposing like restrictions or expectations, you just more or less co- uh, love someone, be it your daughter, be it your partner, 
um, in such a way that you can also allow them to just be. So that's for me, uh, it's more of I love you, I care for you, uh, for who you are, but I will, I want to give you the space enough for you to be yourself. And for me, in re romantic relationships, it's more of allowing someone to, you know, not just like I don't want to control you, to, like to be possessive over you, but rather if you choose to love somebody else. I want you to exercise that freedom that I give you in such a way that you're communicating to me and you're in such a way that I'm not controlling you and making you feel like you're my prisoner or enslaved. And I think I watched one of the snippets she played where she was saying like the reason why people possess each other or control each other in relation romantic rela relationships is because it's more or less of fear, projecting fear. She was saying mm -hmm. that yeah, it's more of that person is fearing the fear of being alone, that the, the he is, he fears to be alone and she fears to be alone. So what does he do? He he doesn't want her to go out there and find what is out there. Fine, yeah, true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. true. Like many people are scared, are scared of being alone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's that fear of being alone and then there's the fear of uh, abandonment, right? Fear yeah, and of being fear of loved. not being loved also. There's I mean, like, no one yeah. loves me. You know, no yeah. one cares about me. Yeah. No one is there for me. So, yeah. Yeah, there's that. Uh, and there's also the fear of rejection. You know, when you when it comes to romantic relationships and just not just really romantic relationships, any ro romantic, um, not romantic, sorry, any relationship whereby um, you need to be seen for who you are and valued for who, who you are, ha are and like um, pretty much like um, uh, welcomed, accepted into that space whereby you're seeking acceptance of uh, someone that you deem um, important, right? Someone mm -hmm. whose love and care and affection and adoration or, or even acknowledgement you hold in you hold in um, high regard i find that people like uh fear being rejected they fear being um not seen in their whole uh, capacity and it's one of those things whereby um it's it feeds into this thing of performing for love performing to attract performing to keep the person that you've attracted instead of like being your authentic self allowing yourself to be nuanced in the way you show up right not yeah. every day lovey-david thing like there's days whereby you're low it's not your best days there's days where there'll be conflict and disagreements there's days whereby there might be some sort of um secrets or like betrayal coming up you know there's days whereby there might be some sort of compromise needed and it's one of those things whereby instead of like wanting to have this very disney very fairy tale idea of love whereby you meet your prince charming he kisses you you get married and happily ever after it's like no 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 it's like we move the, the the perspective and move our expectation, change, actually release our expectation, right? Instead of us expecting people to show up in the way we ex we want them to show up in uh, in our fantasy of what a love relationship should look like, friendship, a partnership, parent child relationship should look like. You know, you release that expectation, release your attachments to that idea, and let them show up in the way that they're showing up, right? And yeah. um, you you also like hold space for all the uh, different things that can happen within the um experience of your love relationship, rather than forcing them to be this good good person, forcing them to be this good child, forcing them to be loyal and commit to you for you. And so to move from that space of competing and trying to like hold on to people from a very, very scarce 
scarcity mind, mindset uh, space to yeah. like move into a space whereby you let people be and you let the love relationship be and develop in the way that it can without yeah. any form of manipulation. True. True. Yeah. And also it's more, more or less also just, I think in parent, I think for uh, parent-child relationship, sorry, also, for me, I would add on top of that, also just erasing that anarchy, not, sorry, bringing anarchism, more or less, or uh, erasing class, like the class relationship between, because I feel like for some parents, it's more or less like I'm the mother or I'm the father and I know what I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, very- most, of, most of the cases like that, I think most of the time for us Africans, <laughs> even, yeah. even more, like, yeah my parents are like that like okay I'm their mom. yeah it's like i'm doing this it's the best thing for you you'll thank me in the future yeah but who said it's the best thing for me she says it's the best thing for me but what if not and yeah. many parents are like that they'll do things and they'll tell you it's the best thing to you i just think like the relationship parents and children like parents should listen more to the children and most of the time but you said the thing with that uh-huh mhm i'm saying the thing with that is that there's a system of hierarchy that people bring into this space right and we see this uh, system of hierarchy manifesting in other spaces in the office you have the boss you have the money right you have the rest of the staff you have the intern right we see it in the country where we have the presidents the ministers the mps and then the pretty much citizens right mm-hmm. we see it in the in the school uh, environment where we have the principal the deputy principal um the teachers and then the the students it's like there's a system of hierarchy and first of all the system of hierarchy is unnatural and um i, I in my opinion it's unnatural and do anything for us it's a it's another way of um um it's another way of uh, another manifestation of power that is detrimental to those that are uh, being subjugated right or at the bottom of the that hierarchy a ladder right but then you see when it comes to parents children relationship there's this aspect of age whereby adults are assumed to have some sort of power over children right parents yeah. to children children teachers to students and like there's this um sort of use of power of um coercive force or violence to maintain that system of power to maintain that <laughs> system of hierarchy right and we see it very much in african parents yeah. but not just with african <laughs> right but you see the thing is um again it comes back to this idea and it's what sandra was bringing whereby you have to move from that space of hierarchy you have to move from that space of thinking that because you are so and so because you gave birth to them clothed them because you're the one who's taught them so and so then you're the one who has some sort of upper hand in the relationship you're the one who should be kind of like the deciding force right it's like instead of like bringing that hierarchical system in this beautiful space where you could experience a deeper form of love you know um it's very alienating and we see it and we grow up whereby children don't want to go visit their parents they, do, they don't want to go home or when they're home they're locked up in their bedrooms instead of sitting in the um sitting room living room kitchen space and connecting with the elders in the family they'd rather stay away from them but the whole reason why these children are alienated is because these very adults are trying to enforce a system of power that is detrimental to the children in this relationship yeah, definitely. 
And so, um, like, my next question would be, um, just looking at what uh, our, our, like, traditional ways of, of loving people, what do you think right now, uh, today, as we speak, should be revisited? Or what do you, have you observed has changed when it comes to love? in the um, relationship anarchy space and even in the queer community how people are moving into newer forms of loving right so we are not just limiting limiting love to like um family and this very heterosexual way um relationship right you see it in the way people are opening up to polyamory and uh, at least having the discussions even if they're not um quote-unquote polyamorous um themselves way people are choosing to form communities of care uh, outside the family right um initially we had this uh aspect of care and love and support and sharing kind of like uh, monopolized within the space of the family and kind of like made mercenary when you pursue it outside that space of the family right i like the way that we are moving beyond that space and people are having this thing of chosen family right i really really love that aspect and then i like the way people are moving from this idea of the one and making Making it seem as though marriage is this exaltation and the ultimate expression of a love relationship, right? I like the way that people are choosing to be like, no, actually, I don't want to get using the taking the time to actually look into the people they are marrying, and if they don't like the marriage that they are in, people are more open to divorce. And you know, there's the way people make it seem like the more uh, more divorce cases are, are a reflection of more failed marriages and. Uh, when on the contrary, it's not a matter of failed marriages that we are having more divorce, but rather because people people are becoming more adamant when it comes to the way they know they deserve to be treated within partnerships, when it comes to the things they want to experience within partnerships, right? And it's one of those things whereby, uh, for me, I like I like to see that in my community because it's it's for me it's like a sign of the sort of um awakening that we are coming into. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, plus uh, just add, I think also uh, the way we show love has changed with time because uh, I think people nowadays have many, type, many ways of showing love. Uh, let's not consider love between like family, the traditional way, like love between family or a person in your relationship because most of the time it's like, okay, I love my family. I love my mom. She brought me to this world, so I should love her, right? Uh, or a person I'm in a relationship, okay, so he's my partner. But now we also consider like a lot the love between friends. For example, myself, I've changed in that way that I consider like my friends so much. Like I like lo- I would say like love them. Like I <laughs> like love them so much that you can even say like okay, your friend is your soulmate. But most of the time, you could just consider your soulmate your like partner. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah but i think yeah i think you can also consider a soulmate like your friend like someone who's always there for you yeah yeah doesn't mean to doesn't mean that this person is from your family or you have like any or like okay like or a person is a relationship with you for years but i think just yeah. friendship yeah just friendship is enough I love that. I really love that. Also, the idea of the one, like in among my peers, whereby people feel like they, when they meet this romantic partner who makes them feel like all sorts of ways, like they found their 
ultimate um, they found their ultimate or they are the one or this is the one I'm going to marry this is the one I have to so have not the one. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
mediocre treatment most of them are, most of us are not settling for you know uh, just the bare minimum so i would mm-hmm. say more or less like also that is something that i have observed has changed um also right now as i said like i think mm, I, i don't know i don't want to speak to a lot of people like like for me that i think uh, you see, for example right now we were actually like this video, uh, this podcast itself we kind of sort uh, removed some inspiration from Khadija and she was talking about the ultimatum which where a lot of the people were put in situations where they were like you know acting from scarcity and all that they were they had that anxiety and right now like i can definitely say that um like you know when you date with that mindset of course you'll have that anxiety from separation and you know and i would say more or less like when you think about just the way things people have changed right now we have a lot of like for example people are actually just dating like you'll hear people who even have friends with benefits and people and that's why i actually wanted to even ask Cindy right like i used to think to myself that poly is more or more or less of like uh or, okay the way i was taught because i'm from kenya the way i was taught is poly is one man having multiple wives until i told Cindy the other day like Cindy by the way um i think for me for, this is my 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 view my what i want but not what i want but rather what i'm okay with i was telling Cindy that for me like poly is uh, like, no sorry i didn't know that is poly i was telling Cindy and let me say that that is like poly so I, i was telling her like for me i would be okay for example you've been you've been married to someone for 20 years right of course those butterflies will disappear so for me i was telling Cindy like you know what I would be okay with my partner just coming to me and telling me like okay this this person that I saw in the club or there's this lady that you know on Instagram we've been talking and you know or there's this you know someone on Tinder I want to just you know spice up something and and I want to go out there but you know you tell me beforehand and I, I was telling Cindy that I would be okay with my partner going to date outside our you know our arrangement provided you tell me beforehand and then Cindy was telling me like that's poly and I was like wait what that's that's poly so I wanted yeah. to be like what it's, it's is ethical non it's called um ethical non monogamy and um the thing with it is like first of all uh what you were saying whereby a man is allowed to marry other people it's usually like the definition given for polygamy but you see like polygamy is also a uh, uh, um a form of uh, polyamory it's a form of ethical non monogamy only that in most situations at least within the traditional sense it's usually from a point of view whereby um it's it's very sexist right it's usually to add that uh, to the detriment of the woman but generally speaking like i've come across um videos documentaries uh, podcasts whereby women within polyamorous uh, sorry polygamous marriages um say that they actually don't so again it's kind of like challenges that idea whereby people make it seem like it's an entitlement thing man for him to want to have all these wives especially if the man can't even like support all these wives he's having and the children he's having with the wives you know so it's it's one of those things whereby we have to sit down and actually listen to the people within this arrangement rather than assume because you know this and this or you've been told that and that then that is the system that applies to the 
particular marriage that you are analyzing or critiquing, right? And uh, again, and then when it comes to the idea of polyamory and ethical non-monogamy, like there's more than one manifestation of it, right? It's not just with polygamy. It's not just with you being okay with your partner seeing other people, right? You could be okay with your partner seeing other people, like going on dates with them, but could not be okay with them having sex with them, right? That in itself is also a form of polyamory, whereby your partner is just going out on dates, connecting with people, not limiting the emotional connection to your, or even limiting romance in itself to your partnership, right? That's a form of polyamory. We have instances whereby people are, uh, so that's in, in the case whereby we have two prim, part, primary partners and uh, one of them or both of them seek out a connection with others within a romantic sense. But it could be in a way whereby there's no hierarchy at all. And in this case, it's like all partners within the arrangement are seeking out uh, relationships with other people, but it's not in a sense whereby the, the two who started out the, the chain, I guess, are like the main partners. There's no like main partner in this. It's like every partner within this polyamorous setup is actually accorded the same level of importance, right? So that's the non-hierarchical aspect. It could be a triad whereby, or a, a thruple. So a thruple is a combination of three couples, so thruple. And uh, in that case, it's like three people who are in a relationship together, the three of them, right? So if there's an engagement, it's an engagement to two people, right? Or two people are proposing to one person, right? If it's a relationship, um, you could have sex with all two people, so it's a threesome. Or you could have sex with one person in the relationship and the other one is fully aware of it. They join when they can't, they join when they can't. Or it could be the other way around, right? So swingers also falls in, into this camp of ethical non-monogamy. Like there's so many different ways it's it, it, uh, manifests, but the whole point of this, or the whole point of all of this rather, is the aspect of whereby you're not attaching love to a sense of possessiveness, right? Yeah. Or attaching love to a sense whereby because this is your husband, because this is your boyfriend, then this is my man, right? No, they're not your man. <laughs> they're just a man. That you have bruh, I'm possessive. My man is my man, bruh. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but yeah for me i don't know i'm just like that like what is mine is mine what is mine is mine if you want to be someone else just let me know and i'll get out like i am like that if i'm with mm -hmm. someone we're together and that's it if you want to go and hang out with some other people just let me know and i'll go like i'm the kind of person if things are not working if you're not lagging just let me know call me tell me like okay i want to try this and i will get out like no problem if you want to try new thing if you're not ready to commit to me it's fine plus but, uh, there's one thing that i also wanted to comment like sandra said about a divorce i think that we're normalizing divorce a lot nowadays because I think many people get in a relationship thinking that if it, if uh, it doesn't work, we'll just divorce. And I think people are not willing to, you know, try at least working in a relationship. I know some many cases that people get divorced. Like they, they still love each other. Like they could be together, but they just didn't know how to work on their problems. And then they decided to just get divorced. So people are just normalizing so much divorce and we have like so many divorce nowadays. People love each other, but still they got divorced for no reason. And I really don't agree with that.
yeah. interesting i think I'm, I'm i'm of the opposite i think like divorce having more divorce is a good thing for me but i think it's because it's it, for me at least i think it gives into the notion whereby people are not doing struggle love anymore people are not doing ride or die right if yeah. things are not okay if things are if you're not, it's not willing struggle. it, it it's can not... be it's it can be struggle love. It can be that they don't have the tools needed to work on the relationship. Wait. Like, I feel like people shouldn't feel like they're in a prison, that they have to stick it out to the end. Like, if you feel like living, if you feel like this is not for you, if you feel like you don't want to work on it, yeah. like, it's okay. It's not a bad thing. Like, it's okay. You don't want to work mm-hmm. on it. Like, you're not going to hell. It's not a sin, <laughs> at least to no, me. No, no, for sure not. <laughs> Yeah. For sure yeah. not. But I just think like I don't know. For me, it's just like if I love someone, it's it's not struggling because I think it, life is not perfect. I mean, people have bad days. Things won't be perfect forever. Even if I get in a marriage now today, it doesn't mean we'll be happy every single day. That's a lie. That's a lie. We will have bad days. We'll agree on something because we're like two completely different persons. So. Uh, I think I think it's not struggling for me because for, like I'm the I think it's like myself like I don't know I'm, I'm just the kind of person who stick like with that person like okay I'll I'll do my best like if I have any problem we'll work on it like I'm the kind of person like if you have problem like let's work on it like the first thing I'll I won't think of like just getting out maybe if I just feel like okay there's no solution like the best way is just to get divorced but I think it's if it's just you know small thing that we can work on like let's just do it yeah definitely but um also at the same time we must not forget that a lot of people who actually choose divorce it's not like it's an option these are people even their last straw because mm-hmm. sometimes you are with someone you keep giving them like you really give them chances that sometimes yeah. no matter how hard you mm-hmm. try to like you can literally be as patient as you can but mm-hmm. have anxiety with this person you have yeah you know stress you're losing weight you're not happy mm-hmm. and even relationship not even not even like marriage <laughs> yeah relationship yeah. before even getting married sometimes it's, you feel like no i cannot take this anymore yeah i agree yeah, yeah i agree yeah so i guess um yeah is there anything you'd like to contribute because i see we are 30 32 minutes in and salina has a shift in a few minutes i see okay mm-hmm. maybe just to expound on the uh point on relation relationship anarchy like um there's so many different ways this can manifest and the whole idea is that we are we are removing this system of hierarchy within relationships right we are we are made to think that love um what is it called familial love and romantic partnerships are the most important uh relationships within your life that they are the ones that you should give your all to that you should commit to and give the always show up for regardless of how someone treats you and like when you're coming to relationship anarchy we're like debunking all of that right we are choosing to show up and experience love in its fullness in all the relationships we are in right so even for instance like swingers 
also falls in, into this camp of ethical non-monogamy. Like there's so many different ways it, it, it uh, manifests, but the whole point of this, or the whole point of all of this rather, is the aspect of whereby you're not attaching love to a sense of possessiveness, right? Yeah. Or attaching love to a sense whereby because this is your husband, because this is your boyfriend, then this is my man, right? No, they're not your man. <laughs> they're just a man. <laughs> that you bruh, I'm like possessive. Asian. My man is my man, bruh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I'm sorry, but yeah for me i don't know i'm just like that like what is mine is mine what is mine is mine if you want to be someone else just let me know and i'll get out like i am like that if i'm with mm-hmm. someone we're together and that's it if you want to go and hang out with some other people just let me know and i'll go like i'm the kind of person if things are not working if you're not liking just let me know, call me, tell me like, okay, I want to try this and I will get out. Like, no problem. If you want to try new thing, if you're not ready to commit to me, it's fine. Plus, <laughs> uh, there's one thing that I also wanted to comment, like Sandra said about a divorce. I think that we're normalizing divorce a lot nowadays because I think many people get in a relationship thinking that if if, if uh, it doesn't work, we'll just divorce. And I think people are not willing to, you know, try at least working in a relationship. I know some many cases that people get divorced. Like they, they still love each other. Like they could be together, but they just didn't know how to work on their problems. And then they decided to just get divorced. So people are just normalizing so much divorce and we have like so many divorce nowadays. People love each other, but still they got divorced for no reason. And I really don't agree with that. Yeah. interesting i think I'm, I'm i'm of the opposite i think like divorce having more divorce is a good thing for me but i think it's because it's it's if, for me at least i think it gives into the notion whereby people are not doing struggle love anymore people are not doing ride or die right if yeah. things are not okay if things are if you're not, it's not willing it, it it's can not... be it's it can be struggle love. It can be that they don't have the tools needed to work on the relationship. Wait. Like I feel like people shouldn't feel like they're in a prison, that they have to stick it out to the end. Like if you feel like living, if you feel like this is not for you, if you feel like you don't want to work on it, yeah. like it's okay. It's not a bad thing. Like it's okay you don't want to work mm-hmm. on it. Like you're not going to hell. It's not a sin, <laughs> at least to no, me. No, no, for sure not. <laughs> yeah. For sure yeah. not. But I just think like, I don't know. For me, it's just like, if I love someone, it's, it's not struggling. Because I think it, life is not perfect. I mean, people have bad days. Things won't be perfect forever. Even if I get in a marriage now, today, it doesn't mean we'll be happy every single day. That's a lie. That's a lie. We will have bad days. We'll argue on something. Because we're like two completely different person so uh i think i think it's not struggling for me because like i'm the i think it's like myself like i don't know i'm I'm just the kind of person who stick like with that person like okay i'll i'll do my best like if i have any problem we'll work on it like i'm the kind of person like if you have problem like let's work on it like the first thing i'll i won't think of like just getting out Maybe if I just feel like, okay, there's no solution, like the best way is just to get divorced. But I think it's, if it's just, you know, small thing that we can work on, like, let's just do it. 
Yeah, definitely. But um, also at the same time, we must not forget that a lot of people who actually choose divorce, it's not like it's an option. These are people yeah. given their last straw because mm-hmm. sometimes you are with someone, you keep giving them, like you really give them chances that sometimes, yeah. no matter how hard you try mm-hmm. to, like you can literally be as patient as you can, but mm-hmm. have anxiety with this person. You have, yeah. you know, stress, you're losing weight, you're not happy. Mm-hmm. And, and even relationship, not even, not even like marriage. <laughs> yeah. Relationship, yeah. before even getting married, sometimes it's when you feel like, no, I cannot take this anymore. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I guess, um, yeah, is there anything you'd like to contribute? Because I see we are 30, 32 minutes in and Salina has a shift in a few minutes. I see. Okay, maybe just to expound on the uh, point on relation, relationship anarchy. Like, um, there's so many different ways this can manifest. And the whole idea is that we are we are removing this system of hierarchy within relationships, right? We are, we are made to think that love, um, what is it called? Familial love and romantic partnerships are the most important uh, relationships within your life. That they are the ones that you should give your all to, that you should commit to and give the, always show up for, regardless of how someone treats you. And like, when you're coming to relationship anarchy, we're like, debunking all of that right we are choosing to show up and experience love in its fullness in all the relationships we are in right so even for instance like assuming like this is a casual relationship so treating it's very um like a daisy call you know not taking it as seriously like you can you can as much as it's a casual relationship because um it is a friends with benefits uh type of situation instead of treating the person that you're with like a sort of come bucket right you get your orgasm you're up and out right you see them on the streets you don't talk much you actually bring in that aspect of respect and care whereby you actually check in with them like how are you feeling are, are you okay like how was the sex so you see them on the street like are you have you eaten how is your day you know that type of thing and it moves even from that fwb we're going to the you sandra gave the um, example with the parent-child relationship it could be also with actual uh romantic um what is friendships whereby um instead of limiting friendships to the traditional way where we've been uh, taught to make it to perceive it as a very um structured thing you know you could be in a sense whereby you can sit in a bed naked with your friend and like nothing comes out of it there's no sexualizing each other you're just people who are comfortable in your nudity and you're sitting and enjoying a conversation or enjoying each each other's company state right it could be something as men hugging each other more and not it being gay or not it being like some sort of sexualized thing it's just a normal way of people showing love right it could be something like um i'm thinking of another example it could be okay so i've given the romantic friendships whereby you're sitting together naked i've given a sort of romantic friendship whereby there's sex involved it could be a sort of romantic friendship whereby you make out every once in a while but that's it you don't see the person as your boyfriend. You don't see them as anything yeah. other. Like you enjoy physical touch, and sometimes you want to make out. But- and because your friend is there, and you have that agreement or that sort of uh, arrangement with them, it's okay if you kiss them um, every now and then and hold hands or even cuddle and have that be just that. You know, it doesn't mean like uh, this monopolizing cuddling to romantic and sexual relationships, right? Yeah it needs to be up and out and it's ridiculous in the traditional sense of the word the way we perceive these actions of 
endearment and intimacy and i think like as a society like everyone in general needs to actually sit down and challenge the way they've been taught to love challenge the things they've been taught about intimacy and actually the way they want to show up right when it comes to romantic and uh, sexual relationships but also with uh, platonic connections yeah yeah Yeah, true true i think actually if people start embracing that i feel like there will be more uh, like I don't know, there will be more uh, like ability for people to be more open-minded, you know, more open and less shame. There'll be less shame around <laughs> intimacy and yeah. less shame around wanting to um literally experience physical affection. Yeah, this is the intimacy is not about sex, but people confuse it. Yes, so, but yeah. anything else? Yeah, I mean, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've we've uh, talked about it in depth. Um, yeah, so we'll let Salima go as she has a, 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 another shift in a few minutes. Um, yeah, so thank you so much, guys, for uh, tuning in. And yeah, you can always follow our Instagram. Um, catch us again next time, me, Salina, and Cindy. And you can always also keep up to date with us on our Instagram. Thank you so much, guys. Have a Thank you. Bye, Bye guys. Bye. Bye.